Week 13, till like it is goes, we plow through, we play hurt. It's moving up month, first weekend of December here, December 4th, great day here in New York. Big football game today for the Jets and the Giants. Tell them like it is here, enjoying this great time of year, especially here in New York. It's good to see the Giants and the Jets uh, in the mix. Although, uh, you know, my Vikings are playing the Giants and the Jets in the next several weeks, so I'm going to have to root against the New York teams. But, you know, this is a great time of year because uh, on Sunday they always say it's moving up day in the golf tournaments, but here we are on Sunday in December. This is moving up month. Um, eight games today with teams with winning records playing each other, whereas three weeks ago it was only one game. So, again, really, really big difference. Uh, so today is your – are what your record says it is day, and that's who you're usually playing today. So eight games with teams that winning records playing each other. If you include the Patriot one from the other night where the Bills just basically came out a little flat but then smacked the Pats around. Looks like the Pats will probably be done. I don't think six and six will work in the AFC. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, if you get to the big games today, by the way, uh, ESM Sharks off to a 2-0 start. Good job by the Sharks. Uh, two wins already with this really young team. Play one player back with any experience. So uh, we took care of business there. Got another game Tuesday. But uh, anyway, we'll carry on with that later. But a uh, couple of things. Uh, if you look at the schedule here today, obviously the Bills got a big win. I still think the Bills are a little shady in close games, so they got to find a way to do that. The Bills did smack the Pats 24-10. to 10. It wasn't even that close. Uh, today we got a game, uh, Steelers at the Falcons, 4-7 and seven versus 5-7. Steelers are playing with house money here because they know they're not going anywhere, but they got this young quarterback. Um, Mariota is trying to have a career here with the Falcons, and the Falcons are, again, worst division of football, still have a chance. So uh, this is a big game for Atlanta. Um, it's it's a good game. It's an interesting game, even though both teams aren't going anywhere. But Atlanta, like I said, in that crappy division, they could get it done. Uh, look to see if uh, Atlanta find a way to win this game and get to 6-7. and seven. Then the old disappointing uh, Broncos here, three and eight, might have one of the worst offenses in the history of football, despite having uh, Judy Sutton and Russell Wilson. Uh, it's amazing how bad your offense can be with those three weapons. That's why Hackett will definitely last the season and be tossed probably the Monday after the season's over. Ravens, the best seven or four team in history, again, blew a lead last week. This is a team that can't play with a lead, but yet you couldn't tell me you'd be shocked if the Ravens were in the Super Bowl. Raven offense has to step up and win this game because the Bronco defense is uh, very good, but the Bronco offense is equally as bad as the Bronco defense is as good. Ravens score any kind of points at all. This game's over. So, excuse me, this game's about two units that are each team's best unit facing each other, whether it be the Ravens offense against the Bronco defense. That's a great matchup. Packers at the Bears. Uh, Aaron Rodgers will he play? Fields uh, definitely not going to play. Sounds like as of nine o'clock this morning. Packers is Rogers going to play four and eight? And if they got to nine and eight, would they have an outside shot? Yeah, in the NFC you would. Uh, the only reason I bring up a four and eight team is because we have Aaron Rodgers. It's obviously an option that you could win every game. Uh, he is good enough to do that. The remaining schedule is not easy because they played the first place schedule from last year, and that's brutal. I look for the Packers to win this game today and get the five eight and uh, five and eight and get their fans a little bit of hope and excitement. But I don't anticipate them making the playoffs. 
Two four and seven teams going the right way. Jags at the Lions, both four and seven. This is an interesting game, even though they're both losing records because they're both going in the right direction. Very exciting. Uh Jags, obviously, great win last week. Peterson goes for two because he's a riverboat gambler. And the Lions both go in the right direction. We gave the Bills all they could handle on Thanksgiving before they lost. On a great throw by Josh Allen in the middle of the field to Diggs and then kick a field goal. Lions, um, you know, if they were five and six, we could say they had a shot, but going to be four and seven. You're not going to get in there even if you win this game. I look for the Lions to find a way to be competitive in this game today, but uh, this is a toss-up game. Both these teams are so wild, it's unpredictable. Browns at the Texans, four and seven. The only thing you can say about this game is Lovey Smith's done a great job, even though they're one, nine, and one, and, and Deshaun Watson's back today. It's going to be very exciting to watch Deshaun, I'm sure. Depending on which news cycle you listen to, it'll be focused on protests and different things of that nature. But I'm wishful and hopeful for Deshaun to play well. One of the games of winning records against each other, Jets at the Vikes, 7-4 Jets against my Vikes. Chris Carter, by the way, only does catch touchdowns. 9-2. The Vikings have had a way of making all the backups we faced this year look like Joe Montana. Last week, we blitzed three times, all three times it worked, and all three times it had to be at the end of the game. Mike White will probably pick us apart today. I could see us losing this game today. Our defense just doesn't make any adjustments. And Donatello is the reason he hasn't been a a ballyhooed coordinator at this late stage of his coaching career. He's been around forever, and here we are. We never take a blitz against the same old milk toast cover two, and the middle's wide open, and we got four pass rushers, and uh, we never blitz. Finally, we did last week, and we were able to get off the field versus the Pats a couple of times. Imagine that new concept. Uh, you think Ed Donatello would know that? Mike White here at Fever has officially struck New York. It's uh, craziness all over the place. And I said, you know, we've made the backups for Miami, two backups, Teddy first, and then we made the backup for Jameis in New Orleans look great too, and twice. We made backups and could have lost both those games. They had a double doink in uh, London against New Orleans, and Waddle just dropped the ball against the Miami. So I can expect the Vikes to, uh, again, this week, play down to the level. Uh, jet defense is good, but I think it's a little bit overrated, but we'll see. Uh, like I said, Vikes, um, you know, Sauce Gardner going to go against Justin Jefferson. Is he going to follow him all over the field? We'll find out. In the biggest game in a long time, <clears throat> excuse me, Commanders 7-5 and five or the Redskins. 7-5 and five versus the Giants 7-4. Um, these two teams have to play twice in the next two weeks, which is just a foolish schedule, but it is fun that they're playing this late. Um, if they split the two games, I don't think it makes any damage either way. If the both the full four teams in the NFC East want to get in the playoffs, they got some help last week with that Seattle game. So this game is added importance to the Commanders and the Giants. Like I said, seven and five at seven and four. Giants is just so banged up; it's almost not even fair to ask them to win these games. I look for the Commanders to find a way today. The defense is playing well; they're hot. Giants are just missing too many bodies. I just don't know how much longer they can keep it up against that Redskin defensive front. Giants offensive line is going to struggle uh, out at out at uh, MetLife. Titans seven and fourth, the Eagles ten and one. Real exciting game here. This game could bother the Eagles because the Titans have been running the ball, obviously, with the man, Mr. Henry. Eagles have tried to beef up by picking up guys like Joseph and try to beef up their run defense. But the Titans are very dangerous opponent for the Eagles. It's just one of those matchups. You could definitely see the Titans bothering the Eagles today and maybe uh giving them some giving them a little bit of hell. I would not be surprised if the Titans pull this one off. Obviously, the Eagles are still favored being at home, but I can definitely see the Titans being the team that could give them some props. I think the Titans got to play from ahead, though. Once the Titans get behind that running game goes out the window. Big game for the young Seahawks. Uh, Pete Carroll obviously was up for coach of the year early, but it was six and three. Uh, they got to get this game today. You might say, well, 
Jeez, they're playing the defending champs, but defending champs with no Stafford are just terrible. This is a, this is a maturity game. If the Seahawks want to make the playoffs, they got to have this game uh, because they're going to be competing with that wild card because the Niners are not going to catch. Going to be competing for the wild card with those teams in the NFC East, the Giants, the Commanders, and the Cowboys. Uh, nobody from the NFC Central, but the Vikings is going to be going. Uh, nobody from the NFC South except the Buccaneers or the Falcons or the Saints is going to be going. So you know that the three teams behind the Eagles in the NFC East and the Seahawks are going to be competing for these wild card spots. And it's just that simple. Uh, so they could take care of all four of those spots between them. So if you think about that, that would be exactly what it is. Seahawks would get in maybe as a seventh seed or somewhere along those lines. And we go from there. But the problem is, if you get four from the NFC East, you get two from the West, yeah, it doesn't work. Somebody's going to be on the odd outside looking in. Seahawks got to find a way to win this game today, get to 7-5 and five and prove that they're a serious playoff team. Game of the day, Dolphins versus the Niners. Uh, Tua's been great. Really happy to see the Dolphins be good again. Niners are just hot in there. Look like a freight train, even though they're only 7-4, you might say. They're, just, they're both sides of the ball. Just Their line play is just excellent. You got to try to make Jimmy, uh, Jimmy G beat you, but um, – at the same time, you know, Dolphins can definitely do it, but you're out in San Francisco here. We'll see how the Dolphins handle this game on the road. Definitely either one of these teams could win the game, but the 9-0 line play is what scares me if I'm playing the Niners. It's the team that you don't want to play in the playoffs. It's not the team you want to play first in the playoffs. So I'm just hoping the Vikings don't get in their way a couple of weeks ago for about a four-week period. It was Vikes versus Niners. Uh, now it is not. Uh, I guess the Niners have passed the Seahawks, so the Niners would get the three seeds, so they get the hell the Vikings way. Don't need to see that team in the first week in playoffs because we get our ass kicked. Next big game of the day, Chiefs Bengals. Chiefs nine and two at the Bengals. Chiefs have been good, but <clears throat> that's a week nine and two because they've had some games where they've just basically pulled it out of their butt. But the Bengals are tough. Uh, Bengals, I think, are the best third down team in football. I've never seen a team convert so many long third downs in football. They've been doing that without Chase, so this is going to be a great game. We'll see what the Bengals do. They step up at home, playing in the elements out there. It's going to be a nice, nice cold, brisk day. Chiefs at the Bengals, 9-2 versus 7-4. Really fun to watch this game today. Chiefs got some unsettled business from last year's AFC Championship game. Chargers at the Raiders, 6-5 and and 4-7. Chargers got to win this game for maturity, but this is a rivalry game filled with hate, so we can't even count on that right now. Chargers got to get to 7-5. and The AFC is probably going to require 10 wins. Going to six and six, then I got to run the table basically and go four and one the rest of the way. So here we, like I said, week thirteen. We're in December. We got a seventeen game schedule. Remember, kids, we did that last year. And then a lemon of a Sunday night game. Colts four seven and one. Although the Colts are just so unpredictable and so lousy to try to pick, uh, they can surprise you tonight and play well against the Cowboys. But the Cowboys have everything to gain, and this is usually where the Cowboys suck and lose up a game like this and uh, go to eight and four. But I expect the Cowboys to take care of business. And that's last stand time on Monday night for the Saints, four and eight at the Buccaneers, five and six. It's not going to work out. Bucks have to have this game. They would get to be a half game behind the buck the Bucks if they did that. The Saints have owned the Bucks in recent years, even when the Bucks were really good. But I think uh, the Saints uh, just don't have enough weapons. I feel like Tom Brady's getting some of his weapons back. I feel like this is going to work out. I feel like it's going to be a good night for them.